There's a lot of scripture, buddy. This is Palm Sunday. I want to read a lot of scripture with you. And we're just going to, we're going to watch it and we're going to walk with it and just feel it. Amen. Series for the next couple of weeks is The Hunt. The Hunt. Years ago, I started looking at the scripture from this angle, how Jesus was on a hunt. When he was down here, he came to seek and to save that which was lost. He's still doing that today. Big time. Amen. You're here today. He wants you. Target hit. He wants to hit your heart today. And for you to bow that head and those knees before him and put your faith and trust in him. That's the plan. Let's push it, Raj. The title of the message, The Crosshairs of Christ. The Crosshairs of Christ. He has you in his crosshairs. He loves you. And if you've not heard that, I'm sorry. He loves you. You matter to him. You have value. He gave his life for you. And we'll we'll demonstrate it a little bit with the scripture today. The Crosshairs of Christ. This is Passion Week. People wonder, well, what's Passion Week? It's the week before Jesus was crucified. That's this week. This week. Events leading up even to today. And then following today on into Thursday and Friday, the crucifixion. Culminating in Sunday morning, the resurrection of Jesus. Amen? Passion Week. Palm Sunday. That's today. Palm Sunday. Let's go to the Scriptures, and we're just going to read. Hang in here with me. Be patient. Trust me. I'm going to be loud later. But right now, hang in here. Then Jesus, six days before the Passover, he came to Bethany, which was right outside Jerusalem, where Lazarus was, the one who had been dead that he raised from the dead. And there he made, there they made him a supper, and Martha served the supper. But Lazarus was one of them that sat at the table with him. Now, I like that, amen. The man that was dead sitting over there at the end. Then took Mary a pound of ointment of spikenard, expensive perfume, and she anointed the feet of Jesus, and she wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with that ointment. My wife had a birthday on Friday, and my daughter, Elise, had a birthday on Saturday. Can we thank the Lord for those two incredible ladies? Amen. And my mother-in-law had one last Saturday. Amen. We love you too. Amen. But uh, last night, I took Kim to dinner, and then we went shopping. And uh, the place we went shopping was just smelled with perfumes. You could just smell it. And you could imagine the smell in this house when she anointed Jesus' feet with that very costly perfume. The, the aroma just filled the house. Now much people of the Jews therefore knew that Jesus was there. And they came not for Jesus' sake only, but they wanted to see who? They wanted to see Lazarus. That guy was dead. He was in the tomb for three days. He was stinking. That's what the Bible says. Whom he had raised from the dead. But the chief priest, the religious crowd, consulted that they might put Lazarus also to what? Got to kill this message. And Caiaphas, earlier we saw in the first service, this thing has to be dealt with because we're going to lose all our power religiously. And Lazarus was on the hit list. 
Because that by reason of him, many of the Jews went away. They left that faith, that religion. They were losing their people. The religious charlatans in the crowd in in Jerusalem. And they're turning to Jesus Christ by the droves. On the next day, much people that were come to the feast, when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, they took branches. Say branches. There it is, the palm trees. we got a lot of them around here. And they went forth to meet him and cried. Say it with me, that last, that last two sentences. Hosanna, blessed is the king of Israel that comes in the name of the Lord. That happened today. That's, that's what we're celebrating. The word Hosanna means save now. Save us now from Rome. And Jesus, when he found a young ass, a donkey, Set thereon as it is written, Fear not, daughter of Zion, behold, thy king comes, sitting on an ass's colt. This is Palm Sunday. And Jesus answered them, saying, The hour is come that the Son of Man should be glorified. One of my favorite verses in the Bible is this one. I have a bunch of them. Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abides alone. But if that seed dies, it'll bring forth much fruit. That's what he said. Talking like that, I'm going to die, but there's going to be a lot of fruit that's going to come from it. And we're part of that fruit right here in this room. Amen. Come on, praise the Lord with me. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) Absolutely. He that loves his life shall lose it. And he that hates his life in this world shall keep it unto life eternal. Jesus speaking as he's walking this week, and now he has the Last Supper. We're just reading some scripture with you. Hope you're all right. The Last Supper happened this week. Now the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples came to Jesus saying unto him, where will we prepare for thee to eat the Passover? And he said, go into the city to such a man, say to that man, be crazy living during Jesus' time, having to go run his errands like this and say stuff, wouldn't it? Go say to the man, my time's at hand. I'll keep the Passover at this house with my disciples. And the disciples did as Jesus had appointed them, and they made ready the Passover feast. Now when the even was come, he sat down with the twelve disciples. And as they did eat, he said, Verily I say unto you, one of you is going to betray me. Well, that's like pouring ice water on that meal. And they were exceeding sorrowful. And they began, every one of them, to say, Is it me? And he answered and said, He that dips his hand with me in the dish, the same shall betray me. The Son of Man goes as it's written of him. But woe unto that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It had been good for that man if he had never been born. Then Judas which betrayed him, answered and said, Master, is it I? And he said unto him, You said it. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and break, and he gave it to his disciples and said, Take, read that part with me, Take, eat, this is my body. Keep reading with me, please. And he took the cup and he gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it. Keep going. For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. 
But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out into the Mount of Olives to the garden. I've been there many times. And for you that haven't been, when you read the Scriptures, it's so clear. This is exactly, just exactly how it happened. And when you're there in Jerusalem, it's as simple as, as me saying to you, go down here and make a right, and you're going to come up here to Port Charlotte, and you're going to make another right, and Longhorn's on your right. You understand or not? That's how, that's how specific your Bible is. For people that say, I don't believe the Bible. Well, us that's been there, you don't have to be there to have faith. But it sure increased my faith when I went there. You hear me? Real places. So now the garden. That's what happens this week. Palm Sunday and Passion Week. The Last Supper. Then comes Jesus with them into a place called Gethsemane. He says unto the disciples, sit here while I go and pray yonder. And he took with him Peter and two sons of Zebedee, and he began to be very sorrowful and very heavy. Then said he unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful, even unto death. He's in the garden praying, Tarry here and watch with me. Can you feel it? And he went a little farther, and he fell on his face. Say it with me. And prayed, saying, Say it with me. Oh, my Father, if it be possible, let this cup, help me, pass from me, nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. And he comes to the disciples. He finds them sleeping. That's what most of us do when we eat, okay? That's later. And he says to Peter, what? He's the leader, man. You're the man that's going to take over here. You couldn't watch with me for one hour? Watch and pray, man, that you enter not in temptation. The Spirit indeed is willing. You can do this if you want to. God will help you. But the flesh is weak. He went away again the second time and prayed, Oh, my Father, if this cup may not pass away from me except I drink it, your will be done. Do you feel the passion of Passion Week? Yes or no? Are you feeling it? I can't improve upon the Bible, guys. That's why I'm reading the Scriptures with you. Amen? And he came and found them asleep again, for their eyes were what? Very heavy. It's hard to pray. It is hard to pray. It's important we pray. I pray in a truck every Sunday morning out there, not because I'm a great guy, but because I need the power that comes from prayer. To get me up here on a Sunday morning, people thought I'm on something today. Yeah, I'm on Jesus today. That's what I'm on. I'm on Jesus' time today. Amen? Say. And that's what prayer will do for you. It will encourage you. Instead of whining, pray. Instead of worry, pray. Here's Jesus going to the cross. And look at him. What's he doing? Praying. He Don't forget he's still a man. He's the God-man. And part of him is like, <laughs> this is hard. But whatever your will is. And he left them and he went away again. He prayed the third time saying the same words. Then he comes to his disciples. 
And he says to them, and this has always got me, sleep on now. Reminds me of my mother. Can't compare the story to Jesus, but when she'd tell me to take out the trash. And I'd sit there in the recliner like a lazy bum. And here my mother with a bad leg. She'd be coming with the garbage can. And she'd go, you just sit there. And I tried to get up. No, my, no, you ain't. You better sit right there. And here's Jesus. Y'all sleep on. Take your rest. You're going to need it. Behold, the hour is at hand. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hand of what? Sinners. Amen. The betrayal happened this week. Rise, let us be going. Behold, he that's at hand that's here to betray me. Still in the garden, and while he yet spake, lo, Judas said, one of the twelve came with him a great multitude with swords and staves from the chief priests and elders of the people. Now he that betrayed him gave them a sign. Say it with me. Whomsoever I shall kiss the same as he, hold him fast. And forthwith he came to Jesus and he said, Hail, Master. And he kissed him. Read this part with me if you don't mind. And Jesus said unto him, Friend. Wherefore are you come? Then they came and they laid hands on Jesus and they took him. They took him. The message is the crosshairs of Christ. Well, why are you talking about all this, Gary? Well, I'm trying to get us there. We're getting close. The denials. I could read about Peter's denial because Peter always takes the rap, but he did deny him three times. But look at what the Bible says. But all this was done that the scriptures of the prophets might be fulfilled. Say that last part with me. Then all the disciples forsook him and what? They all ran. They all ran. They're going to kill him. What would you run? Kill me. Well, hopefully you'd say that, but probably not. The condemnation. Pilate says unto them, What shall I do with this Jesus that you brought to me? Caiaphas had him sent there, the high priest, to the judgment hall. They all say unto him, Let him be crucified. And the governor said, Why? What evil has he done? But they cried out the more, saying, Let him be crucified. They want to stop this Jesus. That's Passion Week. You understand or not? When Pilate saw that he could prevail nothing... But that rather a tumult was made, he took water and he washed his hands before the multitude, saying, I am innocent of the blood of this just person. You see to it. Then answered all the people and said, His blood be on us and on our children. Boy, what a statement. Amen. Say, if you hadn't read the Bible, this should be sort of like eye-opening to you today. Then released he Barabbas, who was a crook, a convicted criminal, Unto them, and when he had scourged Jesus, he delivered him to be crucified in the place of this other criminal that was going to be killed. They did the switch. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the common hall. They gathered unto him the whole band of soldiers. They stripped him naked, the Son of God. They put That happened this week. They put on him a scarlet robe, mocking him. 
When they planted a crown of thorns, we got bougainvilleas blooming all over the campus. Have you seen them? Aren't they beautiful? Incredible. Don't run up and hug them. If you're a tree hugger, don't do it. I'm going to tell you right now. You're going to have some problems. You're going to stuck. But anyway, they're not the little bougainvillea thorns. These are big thorns that they put on Jesus' head and down into his head. That was this week. And a reed in his right hand, and they bowed the knee before him and mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews, we've dressed you up like a king. That happened this week, Passion Week. And they spit on him. And they took the reed. And they hit him on the head on top of that crown of thorns. And after that, they mocked him. They took the robe off from him. Messing with him. We don't know what all happened to Jesus. Guys, you understand that, yes or no? The Son of God loves you so much, He went through this crap for you and me. Amen, yes or no? And He put His own raiment back on, and they led Him away to crucify Him. Now, Raj, we're going to do my best to finish up here. I know you're shaking your head back there. You don't think I can see you in the dark, but I see you. You got that little shiny look going on. But anyway, here we go. (laughs) Here we go, the message, the hunt. Here we go, the crosshairs of Christ. What have we been doing? We've been walking through the Bible. That's what we've been doing. You might say, well, I don't know messages like this. Well, this is not a normal message I normally preach, but it's not a normal time. This is very special. Hope it doesn't bore you. I'm trying my best to make it come alive. Here we go. The crosshairs of Christ. Jesus was on the hunt. He was still loving people. He was still reaching people, even though everything we read had happened to him. Did you hear me say that or not? I want you to see that Jesus, all the way to the cross, to his last breath, he loved people. Why do we say we love Jesus, we love people? Because Jesus loved people. The greatest thing you can do for somebody is love them to Jesus Christ. To love them to the Lord. He loved people right to the bitter end. Right when he's got blood dripping. He loved people. Look at this first one. Crosshairs of Christ. Simon of Cyrene. And as they came out, they found a man. As he's carrying that cross, they found a man, Simon of Cyrene. And they compelled this man, bear his cross. Help him. Help him, man. And as they led him away, they laid a hold on this Simon, a Cyrenian, coming out of the country. And on him they laid the cross that he might bear it after Jesus. This man, Simon, was sort of connected to Jesus right there for a little bit on this walk with this cross. You see it or not? They compelled one Simon, a Cyrenian, who passed by coming out of the country. He was the father of two kids, Alexander and Rufus, we hear about. Why am I putting all that up there? What's important? Different scriptures talking about this man. Romans says, Paul later, after Christ is crucified, salute who? Rufus. Most likely the boy of this Simon. The boy of this Simon, who's a follower of Christ. Salute Rufus, chosen in the Lord, his mother and mine. Sounds like Simon's family. That little time with Jesus. He was in the crosshairs of Christ. Y'all hear me or not? 
And perhaps even Second John 1 says, The elder unto the elect lady and her children, whom I love in the truth, and not only, but also all those that have known the truth. Many scholars believe that this woman mentioned of by John in Second John was this wife of this Simon of Cyrene. Jesus impacted him. Do you hear me or not? Am I losing you on that thought right there, yes or no? The crosshairs of Christ, even as he was crucified and carrying his cross, he is loving people. Amen? Got it? Yeah, praise the Lord. Come on. I love that too. Amen. Come on. Praise the Lord. Target hit, baby. Target hit. Amen? He's on a hunt. He's on a hunt. Let's keep going. We're walking this story. The thief on the cross. There were there two thieves crucified. One on the right hand and one on the left hand of Jesus. He's on the hunt, though. Don't you, don't you love that you've got a Savior like that? But you think if you mess up or if you think, you think your salvation is about you, it ain't. It's always been about Him. He's not going to throw you out with the trash. He loves you. I love this. There were also two other malefactors, thieves, led with him to be put to death. And when they were come to the place, which is called Calvary, there they crucified him and the malefactors, one on the right, one on the left. Other scripture to clarify, one of the malefactors which were hanged railed on him, saying, if you be the Christ, the Messiah, save us and yourself. And the other thief answering rebuked that joker and said, do you not fear God? See, you're in the same condemnation. What's wrong with you, jerk? For we indeed justly, we, re, we, we should be killed for what we've done. Look at us. For we received the due reward of our deeds, but this man, he's done nothing wrong. And he said unto Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said, say it with me, barely, I say unto you, today you shall be with me. And you ever seen how Jesus was working? Even as he's bleeding and dying. Maybe this will help you and me with our whining. Amen. Say. Come on. Thief on the cross. Say it with me. Target. Amen. The crosshairs of Christ. He ain't done yet because he ain't dead yet. A Roman centurion. Now when the centurion and they that were with him watching Jesus, they saw the earthquake, those things that were done, they feared greatly. And the centurion soldier said this, say it with me, truly this was the Son of God. Luke says, Luke says, now when the centurion saw what was done, he glorified God, saying, certainly this was a righteous man. Mark says, when the centurion which stood over against him saw that he so, saw that he so cried out and gave up the ghost, he said, truly this man was the Son of God. Pilate marveled if he were already dead. He calls unto him the centurion. He asked him whether, whether he had been any while dead. And when he knew it, the centurion, it's the centurion that gave the body to who? Joseph of Arimathea. 
if you know the scriptures. So, can you say it with me? Another one, Target. Just a different way to look at this week. Here's another one. There they are. Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus. Are they in the, the story of the Passion Week and the crucifixion? Absolutely. After, after this, Joseph of Arimathea being a disciple of Jesus. Secretly for the fear of the Jews, he besought Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus. And Pilate gave him leave. He came therefore and he took the body of Jesus. And there came also Nicodemus, which at first came to Jesus by night and brought a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about a hundred pound weight. Nicodemus from back in John 3. Now they took the body of Jesus and wound it in linen clothes with the spices as the manner of the Jews was to bury. Now in the place where he was crucified, there was a garden. I don't know if I've been to the garden tomb, but I've been to the garden tomb. Whether it was the right one or not, I don't know. It's all right in here. And in the garden there was a new sepulcher where no man had ever been laid. There they laid Jesus, therefore, because of the Jews' preparation day, for the sepulcher was nigh at hand. So, can you say it with me? One, two, three. Now we're done with the message, almost. The crosshairs of Christ. Did you feel that? Did you see that? Did you see what he did? Yes or no? What a great Savior. Yeah, I'm glad. Let's praise the Lord. I love that. I love that. I love that. Man, what a Savior we have. Oh, but he doesn't love you. Oh, but he can't save you. Oh, are you kidding me? What are you smoking? He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you to pieces. God loves you. That's what this is all about, Easter, Passion Week. What did we see? Maybe you can find yourself on the screen. Perhaps that last week you would have been with Jesus. Where would you be? Well, old Simon was a common man. I'd sort of put myself in that category probably, common man. A convicted man. Maybe you're here today and you say, man, I've done this, Pastor. God couldn't forgive me. Look at the screen. Do you hear me or not? A soldier man. Maybe that's you. You've been in the service. Maybe inside this room or listening on radio, you've killed somebody in the service. You've seen things that young eyes should have never seen. Had a hard time forgiving yourself. Listen, look at the screen. He loves you. Do you hear me or not? A caring man. Maybe you're a good person. And you've always been a pretty good person. Well, you need the Lord. Joseph of Arimathea was a good man. He needed Jesus. Amen? Look at that last one. A religious man. Maybe you're here today and you, you say, well, I, I've been going to church since I was a little bitty. You need Jesus Christ. Nicodemus was schooled. He was trained. But Jesus made a special trip to him, and there he was at the cross. He needed the Lord. Religious ain't going to get it, guys. You hear me or not? Has he hit your target? Can you tell of a time, if I was to spend time with you, you, could you say, Pastor Gary, I know for sure I'm saved because I was there when it happened. Can you say that? 
Are you still playing this little spooky salvation? Oh, maybe. I'm not sure. I'm not know if I'm feeling it or not. Don't miss heaven. Jesus loves you. Amen? Hope you're hearing loud and clear today. Even while, look at this, he was on a hunt. Even while he was carrying his cross. That's what we saw. Even while he was being nailed to the cross. Even while he was hanging naked on the cross. He's having a conversation with this thief. But you can't tell your friends about Jesus. Why? You hear me or not? It's a strong, the, this week is important, isn't it? It hits all of us. Dying on the cross. We've got people in our audience who are going through cancer, serious cancer. And uh, one of them's a brother of mine who I love. And he tells me often when he goes to his treatment, it's another opportunity for him to witness. And recently, he was able to see someone come to Christ at one of the big clinics. Sounds like something Jesus would do, doesn't it? Yeah, come on, praise the Lord. I love that. I love that. And then being taken off the cross, even his body, dead body, he's still speaking. Isn't that crazy? Yes or no? The power of Jesus. But you don't think he can save you? Are you kidding me? If he can save me, he can save you. Amen? Come on. Praise the Lord. Jesus was on the hunt. You're in his crosshairs today. Can you testify this morning? Target hit. You hit me, Lord. Yes, target hit. Can you say that? I remember the day. Oh, absolutely. Target hit. You got me, Jesus. Amen. Say that with me. I was, but now I'm. Would you stand with me, please? Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. One more time, church. Miss Karen, you want to hit that note? Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, but now 